0: Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad. Squish. And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer. And BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library, and with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. last time on Improvised Weapons.
1: How do you do? The pleasure is all mine.
2: And you would know if his abs were there. Oh, right. I'm kind of a knock. There was our topical humor. Animal Crossing.
1: Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I'm not. It's like a sexy musk.
2: You gotta
3: get the gorple in the gripple.
2: Cassian, while you don't notice what everyone else is noticing, you do notice that they noticed something.
3: Can't expel me. You used to work for Antiques Roadshow, right? Fine. That headmistress
0: was pretty odd. Before we get to this week's episode, we'd like to talk to you about The Okra Project. The Okra Project is a collective that seeks to address the global crisis faced by black trans people by bringing home-cooked, healthy, and culturally specific meals and resources to black trans people wherever they can reach them. During the Middle Passage, African people snuck okra onto captive ships to sustain themselves and plant in the New World. Black diasporic cooking traditions often use the okra plant for its versatility and it is often associated with health, prosperity, and community. In this spirit, The Okra Project hopes to extend free, delicious, and nutritious meals to black trans people experiencing food insecurity. How does it work? It's actually very simple. Based on individual donations, The Okra Project pays black trans chefs to go into the homes of black trans people to cook them a healthy and home-cooked meal at absolutely no cost to those black transgender or non-conforming people. For those Black trans folks currently experiencing homelessness or whose homes cannot support their shifts cooking, The Okra Project has partnered with institutions like the Osborne Association and other community spaces to deliver foods. That's all paraphrased from theokraproject.com, and it's fantastic. What could be more wholesome than providing good, culturally relevant home-cooked meals to people who struggle due to the unfair stigmatization of who they are? And that's not all The Okra Project does. They also have the Okra Academy, which trains black trans people on kitchen basics to enrich their culinary lives and prepare them to possibly become chefs. They developed the International Grocery Fund, which helps black trans people all over the world to fight emergency food shortages. And, when not in outbreak mode, they organize Okra outings, giving black trans people free opportunities to see shows in off-Broadway theaters. Everything they do is rooted in care and elevation, and they could use your help. Even if you can't afford to donate, which is completely reasonable and not something you should feel bad for, you can at least talk about them on your social media and point others toward theokraproject.com. You know how good it feels when you have a good home-cooked meal. Everyone should have that experience. Now, let's hit it and crit it.
2: Welcome to Improvised Weapons.
0: Last time on the
2: show, the party finally made it onto the grounds of Blackbeak Academy. Cassian sent Shidov off to quote-unquote inspect the damage, and proceeded to help headmistress Rop through the gates, hoping to have them closed and the barrier put back up, keeping Shidov out. However, it took a little longer than he anticipated, and Shaidov cast invisibility on themself and snuck through right behind the party. On the grounds, they met up with two other professors, one of whom went to power the barrier, and the other took stewardship of the headmistress and brought her to address the student body. Before parting ways, the headmistress requested that the party remain together for safety and suggested they go to Eowyn's rooms. At the same time, Shidov, still invisible and having access to all of Ildov's memories, went straight to where she buried the book only to find the area under guard, likely because it's right outside the staff housing entrance. Meanwhile, the party arrived at Eowyn's room and began considering next steps. And that is where we pick up. So, gang,
4: what you doing? Um, Sam, does my character know the spells that he can do now or like just that he knows what they are, or how is that working?
2: Uh, for, for the most part, yes. Okay. Um, the way it essentially works is that uh, you know, all of this stuff was bestowed upon you in, in a single moment uh, when mm-hmm. when you got that ring from Cackling Agatha. And as situations come up where any spell would be useful, you suddenly sort of have that like epiphanic moment of like, oh, I know how to do this and this will aid us now.
4: And do I have the um, components I need for them as well or do I still have to find all of them?
2: Uh, you don't need to find components
4: Okay. You, you have a
2: component pouch. That has okay, everything I, you need in it.
4: I just wanted to make sure. Yep. I wonder what Ildov is up to right now. Because the book was inside the walls, not outside, right? That's right. Wouldn't she told us where she got We don't was? know. We don't know. Uh, we don't know. So she could be...
2: <laughs> where did that come from? Yeah, I know.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Carried in on the
3: wind. <laughs> so, so she's well, were inside right in the window right now? if they were outside the walls, you would have just... Made a break for it. What do you you want to look out my window?
5: I'm just saying, Is is, is, I was
4: joking. She's directly
3: below your window.
5: Oh, well, I mean, what do we know? Can Can anybody think like knowing Ildov, where would she hide something like that?
4: I'm trying to remember what she actually told us.
2: She told you that she needed to go to Blackbeak Academy to find a book
1: but when we first wait i
2: thought
5: she had told us when we first met up that she yeah. had, that, like she told us the story
2: yeah when when I you first ever... met up way many many moons ago so basically after that imp fight that you all had in the woods <laughs> a few and, weeks ago uh, yeah a few <laughs> yeah. weeks ago awin was, <laughs> was not there for this this was after awin had been left at the school uh you got attacked by the uh the poof dogs and the imp and that's when she sort of came clean and was like, I'm actually a warlock. I'm kind of on the run. Uh, my patron wanted me to steal this book and I did, but I didn't want to give it to him. So I hid it at the school. Okay. That is as much as you know. Okay.
4: So. Um... I'm only thinking because she could be finding it right now. She, she might have something. I don't know. Right. I, I, I don't know where she is and I'd rather, I'd rather we
5: know. Well, do you have any warlock mojo that can tell you the, where she is?
4: I do, but, um, I need to know, Eowyn, will someone walk in on me while I'm doing this? I don't want them to see me doing it. What? Oh, <laughs> why? <laughs> sure. I'm Not sorry. for that reason. i don't have to, I don't have <laughs> to make it to do
1: this. We Put must a be entirely different warlocks. <laughs>
4: Oh yeah, uh, think of cackling Agatha. You, you uh, no, I'm not even going to go into that. Um, basically, I I want to scry on her, but I don't want to people knowing I'm doing it.
2: Aha! Uh-huh. So that was I didn't realize that's what you were talking about when you were asking about yeah. components. That, that's why I was asking. That is something that you would need one of those specific items for, either the crystal ball, the silver mirror, or a font of holy water. Right. Um, and those are things you don't currently have. That's you could what try I and find about. them.
4: Right, I just wanted to make sure that before I did that, so now I, that I've gone down that road... Uh, <laughs> I can scry on her, I just don't have what I need to Ew, do Ew! What does that mean? I can... Just kidding, I know what that <laughs> Yeah, you know what it means. <laughs> did someone do yeah. that in another... You did that down there anyways. Uh, but I don't have Ew. what I need to do
5: it. Wait, Wait a minute. Does anyone
4: have locate object? We don't no. know.
5: It. Don't you have, uh, clairvoyance? Can that find her? Not anymore. Oh, that was you. I thought I was talking to Hmm. Um mm. no, I don't have clairvoyance. Well, I guess I could conjure some bloodhounds? I don't know. I'm I'm reaching <laughs> here. Um We also you you <laughs> I mean, need to rest.
1: Has it I been
5: Do we have eight hours to spare?
1: Sam, do I have um how long has it been since? Or has the, has the sun risen again since I last used up all my bag of tricks
2: balls? Uh, not, not as of yet. It is still okay. at nighttime. Never mind then. Um, okay, Maybe well. well
4: any- yes, I don't know. We're not supposed to go anywhere anyways.
5: I don't think they said that. They just said don't go separately. They said stick together. So my thinking is, okay, I have a couple of thoughts now. Number one. This book could be hidden anywhere on campus, but, I mean, classically, right? You hide a book in a library with all the other books, you know, just, uh, just throw I that
3: out yes, there. The best, Maybe... way, the best place to hide a needle is in a pile of needles.
4: <laughs> you also might be able to ask right. the library. <laughs> we might be able to ask the librarians what book is missing. They may have noticed it was gone by now.
5: Oh, was she stole it from Blackbeak? I think so. I thought she stole it from her master or something.
2: She uh, she was stealing it for her master. Yes. For her so master.
5: True. Okay. Yeah, that's an idea. Right. Um, also, yes, maybe we go to the there's library. like a treasure
3: vault somewhere that a treasure vault, maybe. But if we go to the library, as the library, we do have a quite as quite a robust and efficient. Uh, Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm wondering what this universe's version of that would be. Um, <laughs> Bowie Decimal System.
2: No, that's how you find ghosts. <laughs> oh, right. Um, oh, my
3: God. No, but we, we, it, I mean, it, it will find a book right quick. So I don't know. Maybe we could ask if there are any books missing. Oh, but that library is so cavernous and labyrinthine. It would be very difficult to know that a book's not there if she didn't uh, check it out.
4: I feel like, uh, anyone who might be that familiar with books might be able to find it, though. Eowyn, I'm pretty sure you could sniff it out.
3: It would take me so long to walk through the library and find a missing book.
5: Well, okay, what about this? How about someplace uh, where there might be a crystal ball or a mirror A Jarvik? Oh! Well, the,
3: the rest, the, there's a restroom down the hall. Can it just
5: be any old mirror?
2: No, it has to be a silver mirror worth at least a thousand gold pieces. But I, <laughs> but I like the thought that it could be the same place that some freshman brushes his teeth. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Screw these bougie spells with their thousand gold components.
2: It's a Where's the people's spell. magic? Eowyn, you would know that, that given that the school caters to all eight schools of magic, uh, that there are divination uh, or, uh, yeah. There are d- divination d- uh, labs. There rejoices. are divination labs
3: with all the components we might need for various divination spells. You just have to rent out the materials, and there's a lab fee. And uh, you're faculty. I and... don't think we have to rent it out. Oh, I, I'm a teaching assistant. I'm not technically very faculty.
5: You're more faculty than we are. Do you have a key to the equipment lockers? Whatever they keep them in?
2: Vaults? Uh, I you would not uh, because you uh, were I can I'm sure I can you were focused on illusion magic. You were working more closely with Professor Ruo. Did Sam, yeah, did you I, say I, we, I was we the
5: one of the professors that we met was the divination professor?
2: I did. The half or Was professor The Half Orse. Yes. Maybe the... he just let us use his stuff for like a signature from me or something not a graph she's a she actually oh she sorry that's okay same thing gender's <laughs> fluid man i mean not same thing just like yes. same idea no, I
3: understand. <laughs> you know, the plan is totally, totally different in the world. i'm willing to give anything yeah, a wait, shot i have as a long question as we can find them men and women are the same thing right <laughs>
1: I mean, if you have questions about that, you could just read JK Rowling's Twitter feed. Oh, Oh. now. Sorry, sorry, topical. Topical topical. again. Sorry. We have to strike that. Start the conversation (laughs) over. You know, she does tweet that stuff all the time. So, yeah, this will be topical. (laughs) This will be topical again. It will
2: always be topical because she is a garbage person. (sighs) Anyway. Yeah, so you know, you know that Professor Tylo is out there. You know what she does, and you know where she went. Cool. She went with the headmistress.
5: Let's go if you, there.
4: If you want me to to spy on Ildov, that's the
2: best way to do it.
5: Or, I mean, I can probably get us into the equipment areas.
2: Even mm. if was, you're just so convinced you can Fonzie your way into anything now, aren't you? I mean, I, I just Fonzied
5: pretty now. damn hard a minute ago.
2: That was a pretty hard Fonzie. I'd
3: like to do as little sneaking as possible. I want to go speak to Tyler. And perhaps we okay. can also right. ask
4: them for an emerald at the same time. don't
5: know why I even have these gloves. <laughs> <laughs> you choose to wear them at all times. It's your choice. <laughs> They're very stylish. And I can do this. And I pull a quarter from behind his ear without appearing to move at all. <laughs> so it just looks like I hold a quarter. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what,
3: what, what are you it, it was from
5: behind. the office yeah, here. What is that? What is it?
3: They don't they don't know what
2: quarters that? are.
5: Oh right, right. Um it's a relic from a lost age, <laughs> yes There's It's an, an eagle on piece, it, and it
2: says E pluribus unum. What language Don't is say that.
5: that. No. <laughs> no! <I better> It's an emerald summoning spell. Oh,
2: you unlocked the wizard's curse. Anyway, um, so you uh, realize that that Professor Tilo is probably your best bet, and you sort of gather yourselves and go and mass to go and and find her, uh, knowing that she and and the headmistress went to go and address all the students whom they said were in the goge. So you head that way. Uh, meanwhile, I'm I last
3: out the room, and I pressed to digitate everything. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It takes it takes ten minutes. Uh because cause Yarfik really got into the rug. Yeah. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Shy Doc, Shy Dove, ill Dov, Ildoc, whatever your name is. Ildork. I, yeah, Ildork. <laughs> um, got her. <clears throat> Sick bird. Oh, uh you are still watching these two uh guards. Uh, yeah. One of them has has posted up by the tree. She just sort of has her hand up against the trunk and is sort of leaning on it while like looking out, scanning scanning the distance as far as her globe gives her sight. Um, mm-hmm. The other dude uh, sort of went over to where you were standing, and he's sort of looking around. He crouches and, and looks down, and he comes jogging over to her. And being just on the other side of the tree yourself, but still invisible, you can hear what they're saying. He comes over and he says... It's the strangest thing. I, I see almost no sign of anybody, but but there are some large footprints over there. I I don't know that I've ever seen anything like it, but like big clawed feet, it looks like almost. This is the damnedest thing. Someone threw a rock at me, directly at me. It's like they were they were really aiming for it. <laughs> <laughs> And the other one responds. And this says, game would be nothing without natural. I, oh my god, they're the best. Um, and the other guard responds and says, uh, "You know what, Duncan? I don't know. Okay, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's one of the first years playing a prank. Uh, you know, it could be that. Well, I, I mean, yeah, of course it could be that, but it shouldn't be that. We, you know, we're we're at a we're at a security lockdown situation right now. They should all be in the basement of the Gouge. They shouldn't be out here." You know, monkey shining. <clears throat> Whatever, I understand. I, look, I don't see anything. Do you see anything? No, right? So we should just <laughs> go back over to our post. And, and, and we both know there's the
5: nothing in the world that can make things not be able to be seen. We Certainly nothing at this magic academy where we work as
2: guards. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, there are students there, to be fair. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, he says, well, Fine. Uh, you know what? You go ahead, go back over the door. I'm going to take one last look around. And he, um, she heads back over to the door, and from where he is, he mutters something under his breath, and he begins to sort of retrace his steps. He's looking around. Shy dove, I would like you to roll Perception.
1: huh
2: Perception, huh? Yeah. Okay. Sounds promising.
1: That is... That's a 21.
2: Aha. So, uh, you listen to this whole conversation, and as he begins to mumble, you you strain your ears, and you hear the incantation that goes along with casting the spell Detect Magic. Mm. Um, so you know that should his gaze fall on you, he will be able to see you. Right.
0: Idol champions of the Forgotten Realms code time. Here we go. W-H-I-D-V-A-U-T-D-E-L-T. That code again is W I D V A U T D E L T. and it's good until June 30th. Hop on it like you just took a large potion of speed. Now, back to the show.
2: Um, how far away am I? From, from him. Uh, he has just started walking away. You're about 10 feet away from him.
1: All right, sick. Uh... <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm just gonna, you know... Undo this invisibility and fucking pins him.
2: Whoa! Okay. <laughs> so you uh, like... uh, drop invincibility, and you you give him the clamps. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and roll it.
1: All right. <laughs> um, that's a twenty, not natural.
4: No. Nice.
1: Yeah. Um so let's see. 2d10. There we go. 8. Uh that's 17 bludgeoning damage.
2: Okay. So that's one. You get you can do four attacks or two attacks and a spell.
1: How far is the other
2: guy from me. Uh the other the other guard is like thirty feet away from you, so not within okay. range for you to pince.
1: For me to pinch, But I could blast him.
2: You could. Uh you currently have this uh this one who who you now know is named Duncan. Uh you right. have pince grappled uh and he is grappled. So you have advantage on another attack.
1: On him? On or? him,
2: yes. On him. Holding on to one person doesn't give you advantage on an attack against another person. That's- I don't know,
1: maybe he's like afraid now. <laughs> well, he is still
2: afraid. An invisible thing just fucking pinced him.
1: Right.
3: I don't um,
2: think she's invisible once she pinced him. She she- no, I'm not
1: anymore. invisible
3: anymore. No, she's
2: yeah. not invisible anymore, but he didn't see it coming. Oh. Uh, right.
3: uh, I still think he's good to be scared. Yeah, that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Let uh, me roll for it. You know it. what? Uh, yeah, he rolled really high in fear, so he's afraid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I guess I'll just take care of Duncan because, like, what else am I gonna do? So taking care I'm gonna... of
3: Duncan coming soon to NBC. <laughs> taking care of Duncan <laughs>
1: every day. Taking care of Duncan. Okay, so that is a uh, uh, twenty-two.
2: That also hits.
1: That's a. What is that math? Uh, 21 points of bludgeoning damage.
2: Okay. Poor Duncan. Bludgeoning. Look,
1: what, what yeah. it, Guys, we don't even know Dunk, okay?
2: You know
3: him well enough to call him Dunk.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, now I do. Oh, no
3: familiar. Uh,
2: and what are you doing next? You can cast a spell or you can do two fist attacks. Ugh.
1: Oh, oh, okay, I guess I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Eldritch Blast the other guy.
2: (laughs) Okay, go ahead and roll it.
1: Oh, fuck. (laughs) It's a, uh, that's a, god, what is that? That's a, uh, what do I have here? (laughs) I'm trying to remember what my, what my rod adds. Adds. So
2: that's um, that's a fifteen. Uh, fifteen hits. Oh shit! Bro.
1: Nice. Wow. Okay.
2: So again, two D ten get these plus students in some armor.
1: Two D ten plus my charisma. That is twelve.
2: Twelve points of damage on her. Okay, so. You uh, drop your invisibility, you're in full demon form, you reach out, grab Duncan from behind, uh, and then you, like, hit him in the head with the side of your pincer. Um, sort of, you know, you can see he's like seeing stars uh, clearly is sort of weaving a little bit. Um, And then just as that happens, you fire off a bolt of force uh, at the woman standing guard at the entrance uh, and sort of hit her in the shoulder um, not quite knocking her over but certainly sort of sending her off kilter knocking her off balance. Uh, We gotta roll initiative.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. I
2: got a seven. Okay. So you do all of that shit I just said. Uh, (laughs) Duncan, in your arms, begins to struggle uh, and try to extricate himself. Uh, So that is a uh, 10 for athletics on his part. Uh, So I need you to roll an athletics check.
1: Okay. Oh. I got a 15.
2: Okay. So he is not able to free himself from your grasp. Uh, meanwhile, the other one uh, is going to Duncan and the other one. Yeah. Duncan. Well, you shouldn't know her name yet. Um, so the other one just sort of recovers her balance. Uh, looks at you and fires off a, a firebolt. bolt uh, real quick, which is that is a 17 to hit.
1: Uh, 17 is my AC.
2: So, meets Beats. Yeah. Uh, and you take, uh, five points of fire damage. Okie dokie. Um, and she also calls out and says, Who, who are you? Why are you doing this? Please, let him go. And it's your turn. Um,
1: I'm not gonna answer her.
2: That's the cruelest thing you could do.
1: I'm just gonna say okay, no. I am gonna answer her. I'm gonna say, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> and then you you slick back your blackened emo hair. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and then I'm gonna um pants uh dunk again. You have advantage. That... Wait what?
2: You have advantage again. And I have advantage. Well out.
1: I mean I it's fine, I that's a twenty, it's over twenty.
2: Well, you might uh, get a natural a 20.
1: twenty. Oh, okay. Well, let me try. Oh my god, I did! <laughs> See, aren't you I'm round? <laughs> oh my god! I actually got a natural twenty. That's hilarious. I'm the kind <laughs> of I'm the
2: kind of dungeon master who pushes his players to be better,
1: Thank <laughs> and you, I Sam. get
2: results.
1: Holy shit! <laughs> that's amazing.
2: So, um. uh, roll your roll your two d10, double that, and then add your charisma. Okay. Oh no, sorry. No, and then add the 5 rather. Right, add the 5, answer. yeah. Okay. Um so that's
1: eight plus, uh the higher charisma
2: or Uh it's not a charisma, it's just a +5. Oh, oh, right, it's just +5. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Um so that's a uh, um 33. You Yikes. cave
2: his head in like a soft <sighs> melon.
1: Sorry, dunk.
2: <laughs> like like an old jack-o'-lantern.
4: Oh,
1: Oof. ugh! That's.
2: Ugh.
4: Is that the noise, Sam? That it makes?
2: Yes, it makes the old jack o' lantern noise. <laughs> like, like a kid Duncan running around on nuts? mischief night with a with a baseball bat.
1: All
3: right. Uh Sorry, I want to make sure everybody heard that I said Duncan dead nuts just then. Nobody yep. responded, yeah. and I felt yeah, no, really heard great you. about it.
1: We heard you. Okay. Cool. Wait, Aaron, What Continue. did you say?
3: <laughs> I said Duncan dead nuts because. Can can any dunked. of
2: you hear I, Aaron at all? <laughs> yeah, is my audio working? Uh, okay. yeah, all so right. you, you do that, you crush his head, I'll and then you say down. you I'll just got dunked.
1: You just got dunked. Yeah. Um, okay.
2: Uh and you okay, see so you respond to that one that and one.
3: not dunk into du- all right, I see how it is.
2: <laughs> I haven't heard anything from Aaron in a while. I know. I want I
1: hope him? he's still on the call. Yeah. yeah. I
2: do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that um, is one of your attacks.
1: Okay. So that's one of my attacks, and the other one gonna be a good old buddy blast here. <laughs>
2: Sorry, I do not like the sound of a good old buddy blast.
1: <laughs> no, no one does. <laughs> um, wow, There's my sound just cut out and cut back into the word buddy blast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was all. That was all, Sam. Nicole.
2: Uh. Oh, I got you a natural twenty. Don't give me this bullshit.
1: (laughs) Okay, fair, fair. Um, Okay, so that is going to be a together. It's
2: a. Still can't hear Aaron.
1: (laughs) Um, that's a twenty-seven.
2: Yeah, that hits.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. I don't know why I'm even looking at this because I should know this. Um, that's an eight that's 18 points of damage.
2: Okay. So powerful blast. Uh you do still have movement and another melee attack.
1: Oh hell yeah. Um Yeah, I can move up to this uh person, right? Yeah,
2: she's only 30 feet away and your movement speed is 40.
1: Great. I'm gonna just come up to her and like punch her. <laughs> Go for it. I don't know, why not?
5: There's something so silly to me about the idea of a demon with four arms and two giant pincers just punching somebody
1: to death. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, well, that's a 28.
2: Oh, yeah, that hits. It just hits. Um, Meets beats, really. I mean, let's be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure.
2: Okay, two D4. Uh, so wait, hold on. Technically, oh, wait, technically yeah. you can make two attacks with your pincers. Oh
1: yeah, okay. And
2: cast one spell or two attacks with your pincers and two attacks with your fist. So this is actually a pincer oh, attack. Oh, okay.
1: So this is actually a pincer attack. Which means okay, it's D10s, so... not D4s. Right, you're right. I'm sorry. Ay, ay. I am. Oh no. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that's going to be a 24 points of uh, bludgeoning damage. That's
2: a 24 points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Buddy Blast meets Beats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> <laughs> <What I want. laughs> Did that's you get good, hacked by
5: a spam bot? Man, that,
2: <laughs> that is an episode title if I've ever heard one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Like a
4: bad, that sounds like a bad morning show.
2: Uh, you you run up uh, and sort of that one two combination. You hit her with the eldritch blast first, and then you mm-hmm. run up while she's still sort of uh, like you know off her her balance. And you just like slam forward with one of your pincers, and it embeds like right oh, in her chest. Oh God! Um, uh. And you just see the light leave her eyes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And and the the area is now again in darkness. The those bulbs of light that were hanging over both of them as, as they passed away, uh, so did the the bulbs extinguish. Now oh, there's Sweet. more shade. More
1: shade. Just what I want. Great. Can I, like... Well, I don't want to make too much noise.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you want to go, like, woohoo or something?
1: Yeah, I just, like, want to move the bodies. Um like behind a bush or something? Are there bushes nearby?
2: Uh there are some some small like very well cared for bushes by the entrance. Decorative? Is uh, so
1: there like a lake? <laughs>
2: <laughs> there is no lake on the premises. There is a stream that runs through the pre- uh, through the grounds, but it's on the other side of the building. Sam, is there a
5: whomping willow? <laughs>
2: Uh, there is no whopping Willow. <laughs> there is a forest full of large spiders.
4: Oh, perfect.
3: <laughs> is there a large rug? Maybe a rug nearby she can do <laughs> <have to use laughs>
2: like You a look rug? around, there's a, there's a big area rug, and uh, oh, and perfect. you look to your right, and there's a broom and a dustpan.
1: Oh, perfect, yeah. <laughs>
4: can, can she bury them under the goalpost at the Kwan
2: Dutch field? Yes, that too. <laughs>
1: Um, you know what fuck it I have I have more important things to worry about um I'm just gonna get that book
2: okay so you go over to the tree and what's you doing
1: can I recall where oh wait yeah can I recall like where I buried it
4: yes <laughs> yeah okay you know where so it
1: I'm goes. I know where it is um well I guess I'll use mold earth right I'm already visible so mm-hmm.
2: So you go over to the area, uh, you remember exactly where it is, but beneath a particular bough of the tree, um, and you cast Mold Earth uh, several times, because it was, it was very, fairly deep, um, mm-hmm. and every time the book rises a little bit higher and higher until it frees itself, and you can see the spine of it sticking out, uh, and you pick it up, and holding it in your hands and pincers, you now, See in front of you uh, the very, uh, you know, it doesn't look particularly, there's not a lot of fanfare about it. It's not like golden or embossed or anything like that. It's a very simple tome, uh, although quite thick, uh, that on the front says Sigurd's Disquisition on the Substantiation of Transplanar Matter. That's
3: oh. some beach reading for me.
2: Now that you have the book, it is uh-huh. only a matter of combing through it and finding exactly what it is you need.
1: I'm um, going to find, is there like a, a more wooded area at all or like on campus at all that I know of?
2: Uh, there really isn't, isn't an area like that on campus. The campus itself is the three large buildings there's mm-hmm. a little bit of, you know, there's like a tree here and there, but really not all that much. Um, mm-hmm. And then the stream that runs through on the back and the Kwan Dutch field. Uh, there are also some, uh, like, uh, areas that, that have no, no grass or brush in the back, sort of dirt, not pits quite, but uh, areas for practicing evocation magic where, you know, they won't set the stuff on fire. Um, but there's really, there's no, like, you know, thick wooded area.
1: Um, and then would I know the layout of the building that I'm right near?
2: Uh, unlikely. It's it's unlikely that you would know the layout of the professor's dormitory. Um, the student dorms and the goge you would be more familiar with.
1: Hmm. Um, well, you know what? I'm near this building, so let me try to open the door.
2: Sure. You go up and uh, put one of your hands, uh, you know, you, your choice. You've got four of them uh, on the uh, the sure, doorknob. Sure, lower left. Sure. <laughs> you you put the your hand on the doorknob, turn it, open it, and it opens inward.
1: Perfect. I'll step inside.
2: Are you still demony? Yeah, oh no. Demon shaped no. outline in the doorway. Sorry. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. Um,
1: <laughs> sorry. Let me just quickly change back into Calvin Klein.
2: Okay. So you change back into Calvin Klein. So, uh, good old blonde abs and underwear, um, and you <laughs> step into the building with this large book. And that is where we'll end this episode.
1: What?
0: Thank you for listening! You can follow us on all the things at iwvtcast. You can email us at ImprovisedWeaponsVT at gmail.com, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. Help out the Okra Project at TheOkraProject.com, or at least talk about them on your social means. You can support the show at Patreon.com IWVTCast, or by going to dumpstattees.com and picking up a sweet dumpstat tea. This month, use the special code UNCON, U-N-C-O-N, to get 15% off, and if you include a note about us, then we still get our cut. Everybody wins! As always, you can also help out by editing our wiki at iwvt.fandom.com. The Improvised Weapons metal theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. Adam's latest album, Things Fall, is on Bandcamp, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere you might go looking for it. You can peruse the rest of his catalogue at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from BattleBards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime. Or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. You can find out more about the video game Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms at CodenameEntertainment.com and be on the lookout each week for a code for a free in-game gold chest. Tune in next time as the party searches for divination paraphernalia and Shidov combs through Sigurd's disquisition on the substantiation of transplanar matter for the ritual. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. has been a puma knife production